Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Did you just see, by the way, on the TV screen, the uh, that Orlando background, the Cure Bowl about to kick off? Yeah, I was just realizing. I didn't know they were doing a bowl game at Exploria. How was I in the dark about this? Yeah. Cure Bowl's held at Exploria Stadium. It's pretty cool. The, oh, that would have been an experience. Yeah, because the stadium's awesome, and uh, we certainly uh, know more about football than we do about soccer. So that sort of uh, you know suits our. But we love we love football and we love that stadium. So it's two things that we really enjoy. Man, if you know, all you got to do is put Rutgers in that bowl game, and I'm <laughs> absolutely <laughs> over the moon. So I am going to ask Mackenzie Milton about that because his first bowl game was at the Cure Bowl, the first one hmm. that he played in, and I believe, if I remember correctly, that was he admitted on this show that. That he was booed by the fans. I think it happened at that bowl game. Oh, that's so I want to ask him about that. That's He's fun. Still salty about it. I'm trying to get booed soon. <laughs> Boo! I'm going to get is. booed if I keep handing out losers. Oh man, yeah, you almost got me to change my pick 'em pick to the Seahawks. That you had a lot of reasoning that that made me concerned. But man, that Niners defense—you just can't go against it. I'll take them every week into the Super Bowl. Like, I mean, truly, they might lose a game here and there, but. Once the playoffs start, I, that defense is so special. I feel like the only thing that could stop them is health on both sides of the ball. And, and if Brock Purdy is going to throw it right to the other team like he did last night and got away with it one time. Right. Yeah. But other than that, he was good. Well, and that's where the Seahawks couldn't take advantage of that opportunity. The Travis Homer fumble in the first half where they just handed San Francisco free points. If you don't give San Francisco the ball on the five-yard line where McCaffrey gets three chances to punch it in, which, of course, he did successfully because he's amazing. Um, he is. Perfect fit over there. <laughs> without that touchdown, the Seahawks cover. So I did still take the 49ers in the pick Remember, I was trying to middle this, so I did have the 49ers winning the game. I just thought that the Seahawks would keep it close, um, which they almost did, but almost doesn't count. So no. I take the loss. I still I don't regret the read. You know I'm not sitting here the next day. Losses are going to come when you bet as much as we do. You're going to lose. You don't win everything. Otherwise we'd have much bigger houses. Um, <laughs> but uh, that one I don't regret. I still think it was the right read. It just didn't work out. So I'm not kicking myself today, which is a that's a good feeling. I mean the Niners defense. They just got guys everywhere. I mean, Boza and Armstead on the same line is unfair. And then Drake Greenlaw doesn't get talked about nearly enough. That dude is laying hits at all times. He's an intimidator. And then Ward at corner. And just the way they play together, it feels like one of those special defenses. If they get anything on offense, they can win a Super Bowl. Yeah, and it leads me to a theory that I've been cooking up for the last couple of weeks. And I think... We're really starting to see the slow emergence of this trend in the NFL. Brock Purdy is the best example of this. That quarterbacks are a dime a dozen. A sentiment that we hear about with running backs on a regular basis. So you just ah, just grab one off the street and throw them in and they'll be just fine as long as you have the infrastructure around them to be good. There's so much good quarterback play in the NFL right now. It's easier than ever to play the position because of the rules. There are so many quarterback-friendly offenses in college that produce 
quarterbacks that can at least play to some level when they get to the NFL. And so as long as you have the right situation around them, I think we're seeing more quarterbacks with the ability to succeed very early on than we have in the past. We're seeing a major surplus at the position right now. Players like, think about this, okay, just go down the list. Lamar Jackson, out. Tyler Huntley comes in, wins games for the Ravens. You'll see it this weekend with Desmond Ritter. With Desmond Ritter. I mentioned Brock Purdy, the best example. The last pick in the draft, watch him play. You know, because everything around him is so plush. Shanahan does a heck of a job making it easy. Uh, absolutely. I mean, all that stuff matters. You can't just take a um, a low-end prospect quarterback, throw him into a bad situation, and it's all going to be fine. Right. Uh, Taylor Heineke comes in over overpriced uh, Carson Wentz, and the team gets better. Baker Mayfield engineers a game-winning drive after learning a playbook on a plane. We see this with Mike White. Better than Zach Wilson. Comes in. I mean, he wasn't highly acclaimed coming out of college. No. When Dak Prescott went down, the Cowboys didn't even take a step back. Cooper, Cooper Rush. Rush just, yeah, I mean, we have all these examples. That was the original Brock Purdy before it Brock really Purdy. was. <laughs> we have so many examples now of quarterbacks that are coming in that aren't highly acclaimed, and it's just working out. Because teams, if if the team is built properly... You can take an adequate quarterback, and they can still win in the in the NFL because they're playing better. That's better quality at the position, so backups aren't as bad as they used to be, uh, and quarterbacks are ready to go because they're throwing the ball so much in college. And some of these teams are learning that they can't just put it all on the quarterback. There are very few in this league that are so good that they can drag you out of a bad situation and. And honestly, even that's an over-exaggeration. Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, Patrick Mahomes, you know what they all have in common outside of being amazing? They all have a good organization. The the Bengals have been a laughing stock for most of my life. I mean, Burrow rose them up. They did make some good moves here and there. It's a different organization now. They've been making really solid decisions. Still, you take Burrow off that roster, and they are still the the Bungles. I'm with you, but part of the reason that he's as successful as he is is because I think it's Duke Torben, I think I'm getting the name right. Their GM has been drafting really well. I mean, T. Higgins is their draft pick. Jamar Chase is their draft pick. Joe Mixon, they spent a ton of money on the defensive end last yeah. year. They got to the Super Bowl. This year, they spent their money on the offensive line, and now Burrow's getting sacked less. So they're spending money in the right places. They're drafting well. Kansas City is maybe the most well-run organization in the league, and they just happen to have the best quarterback. And the Bills always have their ducks in a row. So like, even the, good, the great quarterbacks that can rise above crap have a, a good... Uh, system that they're playing in. So you're saying think, they can't win by themselves. Nobody can win by themselves. Right. And it's the but, same thing with like NBA star players. You have to have complementary pieces, and it helps when you have that extra pillar superstar. But I still, I mean, I love your argument in terms of quarterbacks that are a dime a dozen, and you mention all these guys who have had good appearances and games, and but still to win deep in the playoffs i mean you had your jeff hostetler for the giants in the early 90s but when lt's on the other side of the ball and you know you got bill parcells and then trent dilfer with that ravens defense it happens here and there nick but Foles. nick Foles. oh that i don't even science <laughs> needs to do studies on i don't know what happened there but the eagles though their defensive line was serious they had all their other ducks in a row so it it is possible to win like that i guess you do make a case 
I still would like to try and find that, you know, top tier top tier quarterbacks are just a whole different story. And when you're talking about being able to make comebacks and a lot of those quarterbacks you mentioned, if they're down 10 to 14 points, I just don't I don't buy them. Uh, and, and that's yeah. what that's what the difference is to me. But I but I guess my argument is not so much against the idea of getting a great quarterback if you can. I think what you're seeing now is if you just look at the percentages of how many quarterbacks in the league are truly phenomenal, truly great. I mean, we're talking about the top quarter of the league, so maybe if I'm generous, I'd say 20% of quarterbacks in the NFL are so good that uh, they can take a a less than advantageous situation. You know, like nobody can overcome a bad organization, but let's say like your star wide receivers out and you're missing your right tackle. Like Joe Burrow and, and Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen are good enough to overcome challenges like that. Straws that stir the drink. Yeah, those guys. That's the top quarter of the league. That means eighty percent of the rest of the quarterbacks aren't those guys. You are more not than him. You're, you're not him. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> more likely than not. You don't have Josh Allen on your team. Of course, if you can, forget everything I'm saying and mortgage good, everything. Good yeah. for you. Go get him. But chances are you're not. And a good example of this not only is the guys that are working that are not coming in as highly touted prospects, Mike White and Brock Purdy are my favorite examples. Cooper Rush and the way that he looked, like who who even who yeah. even thought these guys are going to have productive NFL careers when they were coming out of college or even are, games. Is the other side of the equation the guys that are getting paid like they're one of those top guys and they're holding their teams back, whether it's by their own bad play or Salary just the, cap. Yeah, the contract that they have. Kyler Murray, will that contract will tank the Arizona Cardinals for a couple of years to come. They're going to have to really draft well and sign well in free agency to overcome how bad that's going to be because he's not going to be the guy most likely. Russell Wilson in Denver. They've got a nice oh, young defense. God. The second they have to start paying those guys, that team's going down the tubes. Derek Carr overpaid for what he's bringing to the, the, the equation to the Raiders. So I, if I'm building a team... I would the rather out on quarterback. I'm going. Everything every, else I'm building everything else up, and I'm going cheap at quarterback. It is quite, a and conundrum. I'm and I'm going, and I'm turn styling that. And of course, you want one of those top guys, but I'm thinking about who does this conversation apply to the most right now? It's Baltimore, because if I'm Baltimore, I'm looking around the league and going, "Is Lamar Jackson that guy? Right. Is he th- now? He's good, but is he?" Him. Top quarter of the league, him good. Yeah. Because if he's even close to not, if he's just Kyler Murray, I'm spending my money elsewhere. You only have so much money to work with in the NFL. You get like three mega contracts on your team, the way the salary structure works. Yeah. The second you give it to quarterback, that takes one off the, the list. Then you got to pay your left tackle because now you paid your quarterback. Now where are you spending your money? You know, this so is true. You got to think about the way you stru- you structure. If you can pay your wide receiver, your edge rusher, and an offensive lineman, now you're good everywhere. And then I can figure it out from there. The best thing you can possibly do is have a rookie or a quarterback on a rookie contract and have everything else, you know, set, and you can spend on skill positions and pass rush. And Look at the Eagles. Line. Yeah, that's. I that's mean, why they made the trade for AJ Brown. That's that situation. Uh, but but my other thing is, and in fact, they were talking about it on Amazon's pregame show 
forget what the word for their pregame show is, and they have some fancy word for their postgame show, like the yeah. nightcap or something. Uh, I actually have kind of bought in. I like Wit. I like Richard Sherman, Tony Gonzalez. Yeah, sometimes it takes Fit, time. Fitzy's you know? the man. Krista Thompson's always done a good job. So I'm I'm actually in on that. But they were talking about how much money Gino is going to make, and like one of them was saying they thought like over like thirty thirty five million, yeah. and then another no, was saying part of that twenty million. But even twenty million, that's like a lot. You know, and that's the one thing. Once you're veteran status and you hit the market, you're still paying twenty plus million for some sort of quarterback. So if I'm dedicating that much of my cap, I'm either shooting for the moon or then completely cheaping out probably the way, you know, I don't want to pay Daniel Jones more than twenty million to be like unsure about him. Sure. I'd rather take a chance on Anthony Richardson, you know. It's just draft somebody. Yeah. Draft multiple guys. Pick somebody up off the street. And and with all due respect to Gino, I hope he gets his money and he's been really good, but do I want to go out of my way to to pay him when I and I'm not even guaranteed no. that he'll be this year in year out? The, the the quarterback position, my theory has changed over the years. I used to think, I used to call it the Ryan Tannehill rule. If you were Ryan Tannehill or better, the barometer. then you, you could call it the Kirk Cousins rule if you want to. That's the way I used to view the position. That oh, Kirk it, got the bang. As long as you were above that 50% threshold, if you were one of the better half quarterbacks in the league, then you would get, you should get paid because you can't afford to not have that guy. The league has changed so much. where it, it and, and a lot of that has to do with how quality these quarterbacks are coming out of college. That I've completely changed... If you're not ob- it's if it's not obvious that's like well obviously you don't let that go- let that guy go like it would be like if I said to you like I think the Bengals should move off of Joe Burrow you'd kick me out of the studio right that's the dumbest thing anyone could say if it's not that guy where it's so ridiculous to say it out loud I'm out yeah I'm out you don't get the bag I I'll mean, give it to somebody else Kirk Cousins has a chance to prove that wrong if they're able to make a run that I don't think they're about to make at well, all especially when you look at a team like San Francisco like. The complete antithesis of what the Vikings are about. The the Vi- the Niners are here to run it and play real tough defense, and they can even beat you with receivers too when the time comes. You know, the Cousins to me was overpaid immediately. Just an adequate, okay to good at times quarterback, a professional. Yeah. But when you what is he making like thirty million? He like something atrocious, right? It's so much, but if they make a run, then I guess you could prove that that at least you have a guy who's good enough at the position. Because a bad quarterback play, like yeah, you mentioned all these guys who have had good games and whatnot, but no, you can't have Mitch Trubisky. I mean, of course there is a dangerous side to this equation. I would rather get it wrong on the cheap than get it wrong on the expensive. I guess that's. My overarching point is that you're right. you're always taking a risk whenever you sign anybody or make any sort of lineup decision. But but I'm not trying to. What I will not. What I would not do if I was putting myself in the shoes of a GM. I'm not going to tank my salary cap like when I'm Browns. not sure. Like the Browns, the Browns kind of have yes, done. The Browns, the Cardinals, the Broncos. That's the last. That is, that would be rule number one. Is don't do that. So I'm glad I, uh, you know, wasn't in charge of pulling strings because I'd be fired for that de- decision. Probably I was. I was like commending the Browns on t- going all in. I thought they had other pieces. Just go all in on Deshaun. Worry about the price later. Like Jacoby Brissett will probably have more productive play than Watson this year, and that that might have been expected because of how much time Watson's missed. But that's sort of an example right there. Yeah. 
Let me turn style the position. Up next to the Magic, get a beefed up version of the Celtics tonight. We'll detail that next. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.